Hello and welcome to Couch Co-op. I'm Ian, and uh, tonight the show's running a little thin tonight. Uh, Dave and Aaron couldn't make it, and Jared's running late, but do have a special guest. Brad is back on the show. Hi, Brad. Hey, hey, hey. How you guys doing? Uh, we, well, you. Well, specifically <laughs> me. I'm doing all right. You know, I, well, I was, I drank a little too much last night, so I've been kind of lazy, kind of hungover today, just kind of not doing anything should be working a bit more but i was just kind of like Bleh. you're gonna you're gonna make some star wars themed drinks and watch uh <laughs> watch some may the fourth uh marathons no i did i did no. recently watch uh rise of skywalker i got that so i've been even though they put it on disney plus i ordered it like a couple weeks before did so. you i haven't looked yet um because my marathon got delayed with uh work and live but uh Somebody told me that they actually added the commentaries to the Disney Plus release of it, which so far that's like the biggest Disney Plus complaint is that there's no commentaries on 90% of the films. Oh, I haven't checked that. That's cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping so because I've already seen it four times. I'd like to <laughs> do, do the commentary one. <laughs> the documentary on the – I don't know if, I don't know how much uh, special features the Disney Plus does beyond that, but I know that kind of the behind-the-scenes making of documentary was pretty interesting. Yeah, it really depends, especially like with the Star Wars movies. Some of them have like a plethora of special features, like really cool ones that were on like original uh, releases uh, or at least uh, really, really old releases um, that we haven't seen on 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 uh, DVD or Blu-ray in a while. So that's kind of cool. But but there's a lot of missing content that was available on previous services. So a lot of people are upset about that. Yeah, I, I, I've never really uh, celebrated May the 4th. <laughs> Honestly, it was never, uh, I, mean, I mean, as a huge Star Wars more, nut, but I just never like, uh, what, I don't know, what's the plot? <laughs> it's silly. More, more of a Taco Tuesday kind of guy? Sure. <laughs> I did have tacos. No, I had tacos yesterday. Anyway. Uh, but we didn't have you on, we're not having you on the game show to talk about Star Wars. We're having you to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're the only guy that, so far we know, has played it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I know a lot of people are holding out uh, to get started on it. I, I got it uh, a day early, uh, like a lot of people did, uh, because of uh, uh, PlayStation, uh, you know, dropping it uh, half a day sooner. Um, I, they didn't make an announcement or anything. I think they were just being polite to people because of COVID-19. Probably. Um, but, uh, yeah, I basically logged on, and with the exception of going to work, I, I was on my couch playing it um i think i beat it in less than a week um, i'm going through going through now on uh what they call hard mode which is like a new game plus trying to platinum it but i think um i think i might uh go back to some of the games i borrowed from dave and try and uh beat Great. those as well right what what is your relationship with the original final fantasy 7 
I mean, I, I literally, and I, I think I talked about this, if anybody uh, listened to the previous podcast that I've been on, um, but, you know, I grew up with Final Fantasy like uh, a lot of people my age did, you know, watching my brothers play the um, uh, original Super Nintendo American uh, Final Fantasy 2 and 3, um, and then, of course, eventually got obsessed and started, like, going in my EGM magazines and ordering Japanese copies, not realizing that uh, not only do I not speak Japanese, <laughs> but uh, this won't this won't play in my uh, American Nintendo entertainment system. Right. Uh, but uh, when Final Fantasy VII was released, I, at that point, hadn't uh, bought a PlayStation yet, uh, partially because I was a high school kid and I couldn't afford one. Um, but I was waiting tables for a local diner um, and had been saving all my tips and I had just barely enough money to afford a copy of Final Fantasy VII and a PlayStation, but I was at work and I wouldn't clock off until the, the stores were closed. Yeah. Um, and I asked my waiter friend uh, who was clocking off before me, I said, I'll give you, I think it was like 40 bucks or something, but it was a lot of money in the 90s. Right. Um, I was like, I'll give you money if you go and buy me a PlayStation and a copy of Final Fantasy VII right now and bring it back to me so I can play it when I get home. And yeah. and he did it. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and, and like a lot of people, you know, I, as soon as I unpacked it, I plugged it in. I uh, skipped through a, all the, like, PlayStation loading stuff. I figured I'll, I'll learn that later. I want to get straight to the opening credits of the video game and my mind was blown by the graphics which is laughable now in comparison right. but like nothing ever seen like that before my job was on the floor um and uh and i got about an hour and a half into the game and it asked if i wanted to save it oh and i realized <laughs> I, I didn't ask him to buy me a memory card <laughs> sucky so so I just kept playing. I was obsessed. I played all throughout the night, took like a two-hour nap, woke up, and I had to go to school. Did you just leave and it I on? Left it. I left it on, yeah, <laughs> which, you know, we used to do that all the time with our Nintendo because right. they're cartridge-based, but on the PlayStation, that was a real problem. You could break your PlayStation by leaving it on overnight. Right. Uh, those disc drives were finicky. Um, but I, I think I left it on for uh, two days because when I got home, my parents had domain over the TV. And uh, and I couldn't play it until I got home from school, uh, you know, the second day. And uh, I I came home with a memory card, and I might I was like, my heart was like just ready for a disappointment that I'd broken <laughs> the PlayStation or somehow it had been reset. Right. It was fine. Cool. It was fine. Yes. Yeah. It was it was it was a it was a great experience. I I, I think um, you know, we didn't have trophies back then, but if you could platinum a video game, that was probably the first time I ever platinumed one. How many times have you played uh, you know, it? Have you played through it? The original, the original one, I think I played through like, uh, well, let, let's say like that platinum, I probably played through three times, like uh, where I got the ultimate weapon, all the materia, all that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, but I did some like more rapid, quick runs of it probably a couple dozen times over the years. So it's a really special game to you having this remake. And this is like what just the first like third of the game, but uh, that's what they're saying. Yeah, what is no this game? Announcement on that, but yeah, has it lived up? Did it live up? Is it living up to what you were hoping it to be? What did you hope it to be? Yeah, I mean, I I thought that uh, I I was ready to be disappointed. You know, um, I'm not against the active time battle 
of a lot of modern role-playing games, but there is a part of me that does like the classic menu-based uh, fighting. And, and it, it, there's a time and place for both of them. But I was worried when I was watching it uh, that it was just going to be a hack and slash thing and that it was going to lose a lot of that nostalgic feel that we wanted it to have um, and then maybe watered down with a bunch of extra story content that would be unnecessary. And I was happy to be wrong. Uh, the the game mechanics are fantastic, and they seem simple at first, but they're actually pretty deep. Um, you really have to pay attention to the materia you equip because they uh, really, really affect um, each character uh, significantly. Right. Um, Especially with also with like upgrading your weapons, you know, it's easy to fly through and upgrade your weapons and have special things like uh, a bloodsucker where, you know, every time you kill somebody, it heals you a little bit. So like if you're down on health and you see a, an enemy only has one hit left, switch that character real quick so you don't have to waste MP, right. you know, and like little things like that uh, add a lot of depth to it. And uh, the extra story content, uh, other than... Uh, Barrett's voice actor, which drove me crazy, but I also didn't like the voice acting for the main character in Final Fantasy XV either. <laughs> Some, sometimes Japanese uh, English translated voice acting, it, it, they don't mesh well together. It's like the, the bubble gum is cute with the Japanese voice, but when it's it's something about the English, it just like nails on the chalkboard for yeah, me. It's, or it's just really um, heavy handed or just kind of way too. Uh, yeah, I totally understand. I mean, Metal Gear had a lot of that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and Metal Gear is fantastic, but there's times where you grit your teeth a little bit to some of their uh, localization and, and, and actor choices. But uh, hey, Jared I, jo jo joined us. Hey, boy. Hey, what's up, Jared? Hey, just uh, hanging, finished dinner, and uh, jumped on with you guys. Uh, sorry to rudely interrupt your conversation about a game that I really do want to play. Yeah, we're just letting uh, Brad break it down. He's, uh, says, I mean, how's it, s I mean, is it, do you, I don't know. Can you compare the two, FF7 and FF7 Remake? Is one better from a game standpoint, or would you choose one over I the mean, other? I don't, mean, I don't know if it's fair for me to make that call, though, because I have such a personal connection and nostalgia to it. You know, that's like um, asking me, well, maybe that's not fair. I was going to say the Star Wars prequels. Uh, of course, I'm going to say they are, are inferior to the original, but I've, I, I have talked to younger people who grew up watching the prequels that think they're fantastic you know right. um but like a, a fresh set of eyes can take away a lot of critique you know um I, I think that's very fair so you didn't really some of the voice acting but everything else you're like you're pretty much astounded that they pulled this off yeah i mean honestly i was i was waiting to be disappointed i knew it would be a good time um but they did a wonderful uh, job of uh, tapping into the new while respecting the old, which people every they always say that line, but they always try to do it supposedly. Um, but it's very rare that somebody pulls it off. Um, so I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, finish your thought. <laughs> I was going to go on to just saying is like I mean everything was really well done about. It. I mean the graphics are great, the gameplay is great, the the music and soundtrack are fantastic. Um, the uh, uh, materia and weapon upgrading is is really well done. Um, I did have some minor complaints on a couple of those, and I mentioned this in the group. You know, like how the enemy skill materia has only four enemy skills in the whole game, so it seemed kind of like 
an afterthought that was added to the game or something. They didn't feel like, you know, like making it an even, I don't know, 10 or something. Yeah. Um, and the, the steel materia is pretty much pointless in the game, except for, um, and I'll, I'll leave it spoiler free, but like one rare item in a boss fight you can steal in the game is the only reason to ever use it. Um, but, uh, but those are very minor complaints compared to the overall picture of it, you know? Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. I do, uh, I do have a question about how deep you really dove into the battle system. Did you just kind of hack and slash or did you actually take your time to really dive into that battle system? Cause it's been updated quite a bit, but you can still do like turn based kind of stuff. Kind of, um, you know, I, we, we, we touched on it very, very briefly right before you logged on. Um, but, uh, I was actually very pleasantly surprised at how deep it is. Um, they do have quick action menus. You can hold down one of the triggers and press uh, one of the circle, square, triangle, X um, to have your favorite moves queued up. Especially like good to have like a healing spell or a potion or something on there. Um, I mean, maybe your most powerful move. Um, but you can, uh, when, you, when you click on um, your menu button, like if you were playing a, a classic RPG, um it slows down time it doesn't stop it but it slows it down pretty significantly so you still feel the tension of the music and you there you do see the movement that gives you this feeling of i need to hurry and select this and keep it going and i think that that gives it a really good job i mean pretty typical things like locking on to a, a, a target makes sure that the chaos of like taking on a lot of enemies and having three um playable characters at the same time keep focused but they they obviously had that kind of like those basic mechanics locked in from previous games like final fantasy 14 and uh so on um how are they but, how uh, are they building out the game like i mean obviously this is like three chapters but like with the games like what 40 hours long so how did they actually what do they do are they adding story or i think you can i think you can speed run it in like 30 hours probably <laughs> still I, a I, lot i mean that's 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 a guess i made but still i know um it's uh there is a lot of added content like the main overarching story is the same the world is the same but imagine like a microscope going down on it so like the world's the same but now you can go down every single alley and go in a bunch of the, the shops and interact with the citizens and then each of those citizens may have a little side story that you can choose to be involved in um and then also a lot of the characters that were B characters in uh, the Midgar section of the original game, um, they uh, they have more character development. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like in this version of the game, when you're in the motorcycle uh, segment of it, um, you know, you're you're riding with Biggs and Wedge and Jesse, and and they actually have uh, some very deep story elements in this that are important, to not just bid added content but to give you um, character development for cloud as well cool. and, and it doesn't make him as flat of a character as he often has been portrayed as much as we love cloud for being cool he follows into that kind of ronin right. classic japanese character that doesn't care about anything but secretly does you know right <laughs> like, then my other question um, yeah, was important oh, then my other question was did did it end in a place you expected it to end or were there things that surprised you on how they wrapped up that first chapter without spoiling uh, obviously a, yeah yeah a little bit of both there were some characters i thought that i would get more interaction with in the game than i did um but uh 
and 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 you know i think the newspapers you know uh softly spoiled that this is the midgar section of the game so right. we knew we knew that uh if you see your character leave midgar then you're you're probably at the end in credits right. um <laughs> you know um there is uh some um extra stuff near the end of the game that kind of leads you on to uh the next chapter uh where you can see like maybe potential uh characters to the playable characters for chapter two um and and where the story is going to go uh from there and they also they changed you know some things and i'll, I'll leave that spoiler free too but you know like some of the really iconic things in um Final Fantasy VII, uh, you know, when they're uh, in the district with uh, the Coliseum and Casino and all that, um, you know, there's that date thing. And if you do certain things, you go on a date with a different person, right? That's mm-hmm. that's the original thing. Um, and there's there's a lot of elements to those, like, iconic stories that are still there, but they've made them uh, kind of a, a slightly different angle for it. Um, and I think so far everybody seems to be pretty pleased with the changes they made. Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm just super curious how they're going to connect all the dots. Like uh, the save files from the past chapters, are those going to carry forward with things you did? I'm wondering that level too. Level up and that kind of stuff. The material you have. I think there's elements of of this game that make me think that some of it's going to be transferable. Obviously, I don't think you're going to. I mean, there's a level cap, so I don't know if mm. you're going to be able to transfer as level fifty. Um, Especially if there's a third one, because then when when they gonna make the level cap in chapter two, you know, so they yeah, right. aren't going into chapter three at level hundred, you know. Um, they're really good also in this game of like enemy scaling. Um, so you know there are parts in the game where you can go back and enemies are super easy, but typically um, you don't feel like the need to level grind in this game unless you're trying to platinum it. Um, and and there's so there's not a lot of opportunity to grind um there's actually only a couple of places in the game where you can like get freedom to roam around enough where you could go back to places you went and kill enemies for for level grinding um but you never feel the urge to do it other than your normal tendencies of like i'm playing an rpg game when do i get to when do i get to level up all my stuff by just running around in a circle um and uh and so i think um they don't want you to be level 99 when this game is over obviously they don't because they put a level cap in it but um i i think that you know like i mentioned the enemy skill material only has four enemy skills so mm-hmm. that, that makes me wonder if you know maybe i maybe i'll get to keep everything but maybe if i keep the enemy skill material uh in in chapter two it'll have the four skills that i already learned when i start the game you know hopefully so uh is this a uh, game of the year material you think I mean, I think it's up there. Um, I, I don't think I'm a worthy judge uh, just because of uh, I need I need to play more games before I can make that rule. But uh, right out of the gate, this is definitely the biggest game of 2020 uh, so far, in my opinion. But um, you know, we're, we're not even halfway through the year, right, and COVID right. nineteen has pushed back a lot of releases. And obviously, we know that there's a plethora of games coming out in July, and then also mm-hmm. at Christmas time. Right. You know. Well, I played the demo for FF7 Remake, and I've never been the, like the turn-based original FF. I never played that. But I am really yeah. interested and curious to play this game, and uh, I just, you know, I'll, I'll wait on it for a little while. But um, There's a, I'm excited. I, I'll, I'll, leave it 
I'll leave it alone. A lot of people who've played the original know about this, but just for you, um, there is a nightclub scene that I think you're going to get a real <laughs> kick out of. Cool. <laughs> I've seen all the dance um, competition stuff and the what the sit-ups or there's like all these weird mini games. Oh yeah, exercise. Those, some of the mini games I, I I didn't. I mean, luckily you can just kind of like the there's uh, three opportunities or something like that. Uh, there's there's a few opportunities where you can go to the gym and challenge uh, the you know meatheads in the gym to squats and pull-ups and things like that. And they're just simple, like uh, Papa the Rappa, kind of like right. press the buttons in the right order, and if you screw up the rhythm, you fail. Um, you can beat all of them in your first try pretty easily if you have decent hand-eye coordination, except for the very last one. I, I played it like maybe 20 times. Luckily, there's not really a load time, so it's easy to do 20 times. Oh, um, cool. And I... And then I was like, you know what? I don't care about the item I'm going to win for this. I just want the trophy for the platinum. So I'm just going to uh, come back here and make this my last trophy I get. I, you know. <laughs> so I, I wanted to, I, I'm looking at speedrun.com, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't, I don't think it's an official entity of speedruns or anything like that. But uh, the p- highest person that submitted, or the, I guess the lowest time that submitted it was first place. Uh, is eight hours five minutes fifty five seconds. Jeez. Jesus. Any, any. Well, you percent. know what? You know what? I didn't when when I said thirty hours. I didn't think about is you can hold down the triangle button oh, to skip, skip cinemas. Cinema stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I didn't even it. learn that until halfway through it because I never press a button during an RPG cinema. You know, are they all like pretty Metal Gear Solid rules? Are they all pretty entertaining, or is there some that are just kind of okay? I mean, scenes. like I told you, you know, in the beginning of the game, Barrett is, that's when he's unbearable. Uh, <laughs> All right. No, 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 no pun intended. Um, but uh, because, you know, he, that's when he's acting a fool right. and trying to, trying to be macho with Cloud. And he's got that like very like generic Mr. T kind of cartoonish voice. Right. And it's like not appropriate to the conversation that's happening. Like it doesn't fit. Um, that's the only time I didn't enjoy the cinematics. And even then, uh, I was okay with it because they're pretty short. Um, and then once he softens up a little bit and, and of course all the other characters are introduced and there's so much wonderful content, uh, that I, I think overall the, the cinematics and storyline are, are engaging and, uh, keep you entertained. Cool. Well, I don't have any more questions. Do you have any other questions, Jaren? No, I just wanted to say I'm glad uh, I can wait until the price goes way down to buy this one because uh, it'll be a while before we get part two. <laughs> so I'm not true. in a big rush to play yeah. it. Yeah. Well, one thing that's good to know, um, like all Final Fantasy games, there are uh, technically missable items here and there, especially like a couple of like, uh, not Im- yeah. I wouldn't say important, but like very key uh, materials and things like that. Yeah. But the, the wonderful thing is, is if you don't feel like um, missing out on being distracted by the grind um, and you just want to enjoy the story uh, that when you do beat the game even if you don't want to do hard mode you can go back and replay all the chapters uh, individually and it's yeah. pretty cool they actually they have a menu uh, that you can click on um, in your system settings and it tells you um, basically a, a chart of how to get a platinum it tells you all the things that you've experienced all the missions side missions that you've completed it doesn't tell you which okay. missions you haven't done, but it tells you what chapter they're in, and okay, it tells you that there's there's an item in this chapter you haven't gotten. Uh, so go back and play this chapter until you get it. And that's um, really cool. 
Yeah, and they have like a battle simulator that uh, uh, new new things unlock in uh, after the end game. So there's there's like actual extra content other than just cleaning up house. Yeah. Um, in fact, um, there there's uh, uh, a couple of bosses in there that uh, you like uh, the the final enemy skill you can't get until post uh, game. It's, yeah. it's not available on the first run. Do we? Do they? Is there an idea of when the next chapter drops, or is that still? Nope. I don't think there's been an official statement. Some people, I, I hear people like making numbers up. It seems uh, some people say one year, some people say two. Um, mm. I think with the coronavirus, I take everything with a grain of salt. Right, right. Um, even, even if, even if they're not direct, this project isn't directly. You know, um, maybe they're almost done and they don't need to go to the office to work on it. You know, maybe they're not directly affected. Uh, the marketing team is looking at everything right now and and delaying so that they can uh, space out the Square Enix releases. They don't want a Laura Croft game to come out the same month as a Final Fantasy game because uh, they do have crossover demograph. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So um, in, in the Discord chat, uh, you mentioned that they kind of botched up the summons. Yeah. What, what I mean, can you say I mean, about I don't that? I don't know if it's a botched up thing, but I think growing up as a kid, um, you know, when when you got a summoner on your on your Final Fantasy team or on your uh, you know JRPG team, you yeah. always got really excited. That person always needed to be protected. It seemed you know they didn't have the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, they had some magic usually. Maybe maybe it was good. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, their their attacks and their armor sucked usually. But the second yeah. that they got their summon charged up and they released it, every enemy on the battlefield was decimated. And so that was a special thing. And and in this game, we don't really have a summoner. You have a summon materia slot on your weapon, and um, and you know, and and ju- just like everything else, you know, it can have effects on your stats sometimes and things like that. Um, they're already leveled up, so there's no purpose to level up that materia. It's it's just it's attached, and so. Um, I, I, from what I understand, the algorithm of having a summon produce itself is um, almost all the summons take one ATB bar. So um, you you charge up. There's no MP cost at all. It just you charge that up, and when the summon tells you that it's ready, by uh, from what I understand is damage you've taken and time that the battle has lasted. So if you're in a really long fight, it's gonna show up eventually, probably. Nine uh, out of ten yeah. times. That's uh, good. But if, yeah, Go I mean, that's the times that you probably want to use it is in a boss fight or a difficult fight. So, I mean, that yeah. there is a lot of sense into it. I wouldn't say it's screwed up, but, you know, I think that if you spend uh, an entire game collecting these summons, and I can honestly say um, there there's probably at least one summon that I never actually summoned. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, well, like, fun, it wasn't like Final Fantasy fifteen. It was just random. There, there was no yeah. way you well, could that, pick anything. Yeah, and it's kind of random in this too. You can pick which um, which summon is is equipped, but you know, then uh, each if you have three characters, that means you have three summon potentially. Um, but sometimes the summon meter would show up, and I could choose from any three of those characters to call a summon. And sometimes I could only choose one or two of the characters' summons that were attached, and the other summon would be like, "No, nope, he's not showing up for this one." Um, so huh. there, 
there is some algorithm in there. I know that, uh, you know, obviously you, if, if one summon like Leviathan takes uh, two ATB bars, whereas he freaking Shiva take one. So that would be the reason why you couldn't summon Leviathan. But it, it appeared to me, and again, I didn't go and dive through the YouTubes to like research it, but it, it just, it was less convenient than I wanted it to be. I, I, I'm not saying it was a flaw in the game or they screwed it up. It just wasn't the way I wanted it to be. I, I, I would like to, even if it means cost of MP, be able to pull out a summon whenever I feel like it. And whether it's the Final Fantasy X version where they hang out with you for a while, um, like like in Final Fantasy VII Remake, they do hang out with you and you can use your ATB to have them spend moves. Or if it's just a one-time thing where they pop out, do a super powerful move, and then say sayonara. You know? Yeah. Well, in, in the original Final Fantasy VII, of course, like some of the craziest moments were the summons that you got. So I'm curious if they're going to try and replicate replicate any of that stuff, like Bahamut and uh, yeah. Knights of the Round or anything like that, if they're going to bring well, any of that back. Everybody's, that be everybody's asking about Knights of the Round, and, and I always tell people, like, you know, obviously I don't know the answer, but if they're going to give us that, it's going to be in Chapter 3. Yeah, I mean, you're not you're not getting you're not getting that shit in chapter one. <laughs> no, no. I'm super curious about that stuff though. Like, are they gonna, even going to bring it forward? Well, and you could get the uh, the HP break material to attach to it. So instead of doing nine 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 damage thirteen times, it would do like a hundred thousand damage like thirteen oh, man. times. Oh yeah. <laughs> Epic. Yeah, that's great. I'm just used to nine 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 nine. Yeah. Cool. I miss it, and they they do have like an Ultima weapon type of enemy inside one of uh, the chapters that you can that you can fight. So there there's a a really really fun challenge there if you think you can you've got everything else done. And, and the funny thing is uh, there's a there's an item you beat the ultimate weapon, which it's not its name, um, that is really really useful item. But it's like in a lot of these games when you get that ultimate weapon, and then you don't want to play anymore because I just beat the toughest thing in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Well, Brad, uh, we've been talking for a half hour already and I know we're keeping you awake. For, you know, you have your bedtime. Um, yeah. But uh, if you want to, thank you for talking about Final Fantasy. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, Thanks uh, for having me on. Yeah. Uh, if Before you take off, um, if you have any like kind of couch co-optional thing you want to recommend us check out TV or book or a drink or something. Well, uh, I'll start off with, uh, I'm watching the Michael Jordan documentary last dance. Oh, it's That's so good. Actually a really good time. And one thing I always, uh, have to recommend when I talk to my friends about it, uh, this week, uh, is that I didn't realize this until I was three episodes in, but when you go to the ESPN, uh, app or, or on demand, Oh, there's two versions of TV. Yeah. Yeah, it's a TV 14 version. So like, I was getting the the t- the, 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 the yeah. I, get to, I get to episode four and I click on the mature one and they're saying the f word every oh, yeah. five minutes and talking to, talking about doing cocaine and I'm like, oh, this is a way better show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you go back and watch the other episodes? No, I didn't. I didn't backtrack. I know the story. <laughs> I lived through it. You know, it is uh, funny to like, yeah, living through that time because I was I was really big into basketball then, so I was following all that stuff, and it, that was a whole different time. It's just like it's kind of like a so nostalgic to like see all that stuff again. I mean, I remember watching that game. <laughs> yeah, I remember it too. And and I, as any Blazers fan, it's always a sore subject to watch these kinds of things because one. Well, Jordan really uh, rips on Drexler. Holy cow! 
Yeah, I mean, that's really like the majority of it, though, is when, when they met us in the, what was it, 92 finals? Um, they, they, they talk about the Blazers, and then, and then the announcers in, in the video flashback say, you know, the two best teams are meeting. So they, they mentioned Drexler, they mentioned the, the, the two best teams, one of them's Portland. And then they, they do a montage that the only time of all of the six rings they won so far I've seen, I've seen almost every episode, um, they show a fight. They show two teams going battling and how close it got at certain points and, and, and when Michael maybe struggled for a moment or, or the other team started surging to fight back. The Portland Trailblazers won. It looks like they swept us. They like oh, sell right. it like they, like they beat the shit out of the Portland Trailblazers. Right. And and if you look at it, and, and, and or if you remember, some of us do, is that we took them to six games. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and, I remember that. And, and, and we were literally two shots away from beating them and going to game seven. In fact, uh, one of the guys goes for a three-pointer at the last, like, five seconds, uh, and just it bounces right off the rim, unfortunately. Uh, but I, I always wonder if, you know, if, if like Kevin Durant's always said, he's uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder because we didn't pick him in the draft. If Jordan's got a chip on his shoulder for the Trailblazers because because they they skipped on him too, <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I feel like a lot of that also yeah. is just like you know you can't focus in the weeds too much. You have another story you're trying no. to tell, but yeah, it's easy to get caught up on your your childhood sports rivals uh, right. when watching these things. But you can't deny uh, just by watching it like how iconic and 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 how many people didn't realize how. Uh, unique and talented the dude was so well, respect either way just yeah. part of it also i felt like i was just such, i mean maybe because i was a kid but it was just such a m- much much more fun time in basketball i felt in general but yeah well you 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 don't really keep up anymore you're not much no, of a, a sports guy these days but it, I, it is an exciting time again there there was definitely a dull period for me and for a lot of people i think we're the same in like the uh you know 2010 ish you know, like and like early two thousands, mm-hmm. um, and and I feel like that also is because there was a lot of talented people, but like the the late eighties and the nineties, uh, you could look at any team and you have a hall of famer. It's not just like they had an all star; they had a like, legend. You know, right. Patrick Ewing in the Knicks. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and you had David Robinson in the Spurs, and you had uh, several different uh, layers of the Lakers, including. Uh, uh, Magic Johnson, who's covered a lot in the documentary, you've got you know Malone and Stockton, you've got Clyde Drexler, you've got so like every single time that Jordan wins one of these games in this documentary, you have to realize that he didn't just win a basketball game, right? He beat one of the greatest players that ever lived every time he played. Well, even game. like I don't know where you are, what episode you're on, but they talk about Barkley and how Barkley got the MVP in the league that year, yeah. and I mean you know, and so then, I mean, he's playing that's against. Why he, he had, and then he had a chip on his shoulder yeah. because because at that point in his career he he'd already won everything so he owned that and he goes you can't have that <laughs> right. so they say all right I think he says in the documentary he goes okay you can have that but I'll go ahead and keep the title <laughs> yeah. no that's a great show if yeah yeah really well made fun. so uh, when everybody's done watching Star Wars today maybe tomorrow watch Michael Jordan <laughs> and uh, and it's Cinco de Mayo so get some to go tacos. Uh, to help support a restaurant that's hurting right now and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. drink uh, and drink some tequila or mezcal. Cool, man. Well, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. And, uh, you it's get always some, good to hear your guys' voices. You get some good rest. Yeah, it's weird having two jobs during a quarantine shutdown thing. Yeah. Um, I look forward to... Uh, it, it's a pleasure to be on... Uh, was this episode 201? 
No, this is uh, 203, I think, now. Oh, man. I'm the worst. No, you're well, fine. Well, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be on one of the rare social distancing podcasts. Yeah. And I look forward to uh, recording with you guys in the same room in yeah. the near future. We, indeed. Yeah, glad, glad we could chat. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon, all right? All right, man. Take it easy. Great. Like. Well, Jared, how are you doing? I'm doing good. What uh, have you? What you good oh, lazy day. Lazy day. Any video games? You playing any video games lately? Uh, today. I, I, don't know. I played uh, more Animal Crossing. Still planting. Um, yeah. Weeding. Yeah, man. Just, Catching tarantulas. Uh, all, oh, those tarantulas are out now. It's scorpions. Oh. Yeah, well, last night I caught like three scorpions. They just tra- trade them out. Yeah, every, every you know, creature in the game is seasonal. They'll only be around for a certain part of the year. Oh, interesting. Do they do events in that game then? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of stuff throughout the year. So it's like one of those games you can just kind of jump in for an hour a day or less, you know, depending on if, what you want to see or what you want to do. You don't have to spend a bunch of time in it. Like, I don't know, it's just fun to <laughs> dink around. Like, I've I've been just modifying my island to so i have nice paths to go to all the different places i have adding hedges and planting different kinds of trees uh, i visited tarantina's island and she gave me the fruits that i didn't have and uh, gave me a whole bunch of crap uh so uh yeah that was nice i now have all the fruits and got all kinds of stuff that's very helpful in the game. Oh, I mean, I would not like this game, right? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> would anybody it, like it, the it, game? It's it's too cute in the uh, in the group. I don't know. I th- I think the Russell house would probably dink around with oh, it. His Maybe daughter Alan would probably love it. I think Aaron would actually like it a lot. No, because he he doesn't he doesn't have a ton of time to game, and you don't really need to give this game your all. It's just like yeah, visit from time to time. There's some cool stuff that happens every once in a while. You can uh, just do what you want. Like oh, I'm just gonna go plant some stuff. Oh, that's it. All right, I'm logging out. <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. Very simple, quick things. You know, it's it's kind of what you want to make it. Right. Like uh, I I paid. Well, I got all the upgrades on my house. I just need to pay off the rest it alone and uh that's it and then i don't know just make the island prettier i guess I, I keep giving my stuff to my daughter and letting her take the reins and design some of the stuff too so it's kind of fun to jump in every once in a while see what she's done and then do they add like new like design elements to build with or well you can create your own custom oh. uh shirts and clothing wallpapers all kinds of stuff so where's the couch so, co-op shirt I, I I haven't done any of the creative stuff oh. yet. Uh, get so on that. I, I need to I need to do the creation tools so I can get my Nook miles, which are uh, like another currency in the game that you can only earn by doing certain things. And uh, I need to do things in the game to earn those. Just whatever. How much time do you think you've sunk into it? Uh, ninety, eighty-five <laughs> hours. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I've That's been having cool. a lot of fun with it. Um, today, uh, I spent quite a bit of time playing Pac-Man 256. Yeah? Yeah, that that first came out on cell phones, and uh, then PlayStation got it. I got it on it like a crazy deal, one or two bucks. 
And it's, it's just a lot of fun. It's a Pac-Man game that uh, you can just keep repeating and repeating and repeating. And, Better than uh, Championship upgrading. Edition? Well, I wanted a slower pace because I did jump into Championship Edition 2, right. and it's really fast. So I'm like, well, I don't want anything this fast right now. So Pac-Man 256 is super slow. Is that uh, more so like the traditional game? Yeah, a lot more like that. It's uh, at a you know bird's eye view perspective, so it's like at an angle, and you know the the kill screen is chasing you, so you have to keep going okay. down oh, the path pretty much. Gotcha. And there's a whole bunch of different ghosts. A lot of them, I think, were probably introduced in uh, Pac-Man's Championship Edition because there's like ghosts that when they see you, they go they go in a straight line faster than you can walk, so you have to. Go for those, and uh, there's some that wake up when you get close to them, and they'll chase exactly where you're going, and eventually fall back asleep. There's some that follow just a specific path. Some that actually just kind of chase you and really suck. Yeah, so I mean, there, there's a large variety, and it's pretty challenging. So it takes a while to upgrade and unlock powers, because you can actually get power-ups in the game. You know, there's you can equip like three different ones to use in the game, and It'll throw random ones every once in a while, but they're really cool ones. Like, you can shoot, like, a laser beam and kill the ghost that way. Uh, there's bomb where if they hit you, you blow up, or if the fuse go, detonates, you know, it blows up this whole area of ghosts or whatever. And there, There's a lot of tactics you can use in it. It's a ton of fun. It's it's worth every penny. You know, it's super cheap. I think it's free to play on cell phones. It's a really good Pac-Man game. Cool. I'll check it out. Um, and uh, the other night... Uh, since everybody was playing Streets of Rage 4, I decided, eh, I'm going to play more River City Girls. So I, I started the game as Kunio from River City Ransom. Cool. Uh, so that that was a lot of fun. I played for several hours, uh, several bosses. So I think I'll keep that one up because uh, I love that genre of game. Uh, so much, I actually bought uh, Dragon's Crown uh, remastered oh, today because it's like seven ninety nine or something like that. So yeah. it's super cheap. Six ninety nine. Yeah, six ninety nine. Super cheap. And Such a good game. That game's so good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a little over sexual, so I won't be able to play it around my daughter or anything like that because it's pretty right. You know, those Je- very Japanese. Flopping. Yeah, very <laughs> Japanese. But, we'll have uh, to play together, man. Yeah, yeah. You install it on your system. We'll have to play because oh, the installed. battle system and yeah. the magic system are it's, it's all really good. And it's such a big game. There's so much content in that thing. Yeah. That seven dollars will get you a lot of gameplay. Indeed. I yeah, I love that game. I have it on PS3, and then I bought it again. I, I think I paid eight ninety nine for it. But um, yeah, that game's awesome. Yeah. So I, I I plan on playing a lot of that eventually. It's one of those stupid I games just that to get it. no. You you, you, you pick it up and you start playing it and then you've like wasted a bunch of time and it's like you get kind of sucked into it. Yeah, yeah. I just love that genre of game. Like, I would love to see like a remake of uh, Golden Axe and crap like that. Just I grew up on that stuff and I still love it. I well, just... that's, Dragon's Crown's a great beat 'em up because it has just that whole extra level of being an RPG that it adds with <laughs> you know all this different stuff. It just uh, I don't know, super cool. I think that's what uh, Golden Axe would have become if they kept on making it. So that's probably the closest you'll get to Golden Axe. There's another game, but it never drops below 20. It's been out forever, but like Odin Sphere, it's also by Vanillaware that does Dragon Crown. And it's a similar game, and I've always wanted to pick it up, but it it will never drop below 20 bucks. So I know there's a lot of games that will never drop below a certain point, like... uh, that yeah, I've been watching that one. Um, geez, I can't even think of it. It's a roguelike. 
that you said know. I should try, but it's never below like seventeen or eighteen bucks. And oh, Dead uh, Cells or whatever. Yeah, Dead Cells. Yeah, that one will never go below that seventeen dollar price. I'm waiting for it to get like I don't know, ten, fifteen bucks. It's so close, but so close. That's totally. Uh, I think it's a your type of game, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably like it. Uh, that's. Uh, I mean, I, I really loved uh, Rogue Legacy because right. we got we got that for free, and I ended up playing the hell out of that. And uh, this is just more roguelike stuff. I like the rinse and repeat as long as it has a quick load time and quick jump back in kind of a gameplay loop. Anything else you've been playing? Uh, well, this weekend, yes, oh. we played together. <laughs> yes, no, we, we did. did. We played some old, old Rocket League. Good old, good old Rocket League. Yeah, we we had four dudes, so we were just doing the wild and crazy for a while, and then well, five dudes. Uh, fifth dude. Yeah, then a fifth dude joined, so we ended up doing private matches with a bot. Uh, and, and not yeah, a bot sometimes. A <laughs> yeah, yeah, and sometimes, but uh, uh, Rocket League is still. Still one of the greatest games on the PlayStation or Switch or PC or Xbox One or whatever the hell else it's on. And then Ryan yeah, and I smooth game. convinced you and Dave to play some Fortnite, and then we did back-to-back Victory Royales with you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got two of them in the same night. And uh, what, the third game, we what did we get in the third game? Oh, pretty, I don't remember. Pretty, I just know we, we won two so in a row with the four of us, which was pretty cool. Yeah, what are the odds of that? It was nuts. Uh, That's a good time. Ryan's birthday. Happy birthday yeah. again, Ryan. Yeah, that was awesome. Happy birthday, Ryan. And, hit, uh, hit the big old 4-0, man. 40, yeah, 40, 40. Yeah. He caught up to me. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, a crazy yeah. night. We played for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, but I think after we were done BSing, uh, I think I finally crashed at, like, what, 4? Oh, really? 3.34, something like that. I went to bed right away. I was late. tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to disturb the wife, so I just slept on the couch. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. My wife was still up watching TV in bed. I wouldn't doubt that, yeah. <laughs> Brin's a night owl. <laughs> and then uh, I've been playing some... I bought a bunch of other games randomly yeah? last night. Okay. I bought a, um, a Gundam Versus. Oh, okay. Well, why not? I uh, Mech Robots, we'll check that out, see what that's like. I've played a couple rounds. It's kind of crazy and fun. Uh, off the, off the, these are all like skim, like play a couple hours. I haven't like deep dived really. Uh, well, I've always liked the design of the Gundams. Yeah, it's super I cool. They're pretty cool. It's yeah. fun. It's super a lot of Gundams to choose from and just a huge game. Mostly yeah. online. There's some single player stuff, but there's not a lot of people playing online, so it takes a while to load sometimes. I believe it. Uh, but it's fun. Uh, and then I bought Everspace, flying around shooting things. That was like eight bucks. Okay, I thought Everspace was one of the free ones a while back, but maybe not. I don't think so. Um, and then uh, I bought Yoku's Adventure Island again for PS4 and right. just playing what, it. What's the sale on that? That was like six it's bucks. Pretty, yeah, That's it's such thing. a great game. Any anybody that uh, has any means of getting. Yoku's Island Express. That's on like every system now. I think so. Uh, yeah, it's a must buy. It's such a great game. I I went through that. I mean, there, I didn't do all the collectibles and all that stuff. I didn't do everything in it because uh, um, when if you decide to go through it again, just don't forget on the pinball sections that uh, you need to like master each table 
in a certain way and unlock. I think there's lights or something like that inside. Once you unlock all those, right. um, you get, you know, there's the one for each of them. So that's part of getting the trophies in the game. And then today I beat uh, Streets of Rage 4 for my first playthrough. Yeah. I'll probably play it a bunch more because there's a bunch of trophies I can probably get, but it's a super cool game. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. I watched a couple of videos on it. It looks super good. I love the art style they picked for it. Yeah, I mean, it's all hand-drawn, and it's, uh, mm-hmm. the music's really good, and, and just the, the the fight mechanics are strong. Like, it's just a lot of fun. So yeah. I'll play some more of that, keep playing it. I'll have to have you share play with me sometime. Yeah, I've thought of, I've, I've thought of buying it. I mean, it's it's on sale on both well, Barely. It's like, all systems for 10% off. Yeah, yeah it's not a, a lot, but... but yeah, more more than I need to spend on it. I mean, I have so many other games like it that I still want to play through. Right. But um, that's what I've been I mean, playing. I, I haven't played a Streets of Rage game since the Genesis. You know, I haven't played any of the... I think I've only surfacely... Uh, I might have one, but I don't think I've really ever put any time into it. But uh, it there, it's definitely a nostalgic feeling when you're playing that game. And just go, oh, it's the, the train level or it's the elevator level. And it just takes you back to being a kid playing like Ninja Turtles or... Oh, yeah. I just remember from Streets of Rage playing as the dude with the rollerblades uh-huh. going real fast. Yeah. Is, is there a character like that in roller it? Super blades, fast? Super fast roller... Uh, I mean, I've only yeah, played as that, one character. Streets of Rage? Yeah. Maybe. I don't remember that character. But I only played as uh, one character through the story because there's a trophy if you play through the entire like story mode with a, a single character. So I'll pick a different okay. character and then go through it again and... Anyway. Yeah, right now on uh, River City Girls, I'm working on. Uh, there's a trophy for beating it with a secret character, which I'm using Cunio. He's the blue one in River City Ransom, or white. Yeah, white with blue jeans, and uh, beating it on hard. So I'm working on it on hard. Yeah, I don't know and, if I could. Uh, so far, that's going pretty good. It also does a thing like uh, it allows you to do like I don't know if River City does it, but so like if you're having a hard time level, it'll let you add like modifiers at a cost to the points you earn at the end of the game. So it's kind of cool. Hmm. So you can yeah, have an extra life. Challenge? Huh? Oh, oh, to give you perks. Yeah, so like you're having a hard time, you can start the level with an extra life and but it No. did it stop. It like did, deducts like a percentage of points and stuff anyway. Interesting. No, but uh, it has like uh, accessories that you can equip uh, like 5% extra damage to male Oh. enemies five percent damage to female ones and, that's cool you know bo- little perks like that but you can only ins- uh you install like two of them i think that's cool and uh one of them is like there's one guy that always gives you missions so if you wear that of which i think is like lipstick or something like that it's uh you complete a mission and the experience you get from that mission will be like doubled or some bo- big bonus to it so i mean there's things you got to watch out for if you're uh, playing through River City Girls, uh, just so you can get extra points, or if you're fighting a boss, you really want to do that extra damage, uh, just pick the right accessory or whatever. Uh, but uh, it's always been, in that kind of game, I, what I miss from the original uh, game is, like, every time you ate food, you got big old bonuses to, to, like, your dexterity, your strength, all that stuff, like, permanent stat bonuses. Oh, right. But it doesn't do that in this game. You only get those permanent stat bonuses if you level up. Okay. So you can't just go and earn money, grind money, and uh, 
was like that's what I always did when I first started River City Ransom because I played through that game so many times as a kid. <laughs> I'd go to this one area where guys drop tons of money and uh, just upgrade my character all the way and eat all the foods that boosted my stats and. Uh, you can't do that in this one anymore because after a while, like enemies won't even give you experience points if you stay around too long. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, it's uh, something to work with. I still need to max my level. Beat 'em ups. Yeah, I love beat 'em ups. Now like, we're like a, now, a Ninja now we're Turtles just one. expecting. Yeah, we're expecting what the announcement of Capcom making a new Final Fight, right, and a new <laughs> Turtles game, and uh, well, that won't happen because that was Konami ups. did that, right? Oh uh, yeah, Konami can go to hell. I'm sure they won't do anything. There's probably a pachinko machine for it. Probably. Well, I guess it's. I don't even know who has the Turtles license now. So it was like Activision. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish. Uh, I don't know. I bet people are trying and begging Konami to make games so they can actually use the licenses. I wonder how that process is going. They're so guarded. Such a company that protects the shit out of their IPs that I don't know if new games will ever really come out unless they do it. Yeah, but I think Turtles is something that could happen. Because I think the last but Turtles game was that Activision game by uh, by uh, by the by uh, by Platinum that didn't do so well. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. But uh, I'm thinking Konami. The the last game that came out of theirs was Contra Hard Corps. That really <laughs> dumb looking Contra game. Yeah. Like, I don't know if, who made that. Was that a Konami That was a Konami game? game. They made that? Oh, man. Well, they published it that for was... sure because it's their license. I don't know who actually, if they actively developed it. I, oh. I'd have well, to search. Well, while you're talking, I'll take a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that game looked like garbage when they it showed it. And it has it? really low rating. And it was kind of that, yeah, I don't know, man. But I think, well, didn't they release... A couple collections too, though at the same time, like the Castlevania collection and a another yeah they have and a Contra they have collection. Collections. So I mean they Contra release Rogue. things very slowly and very Rogue once in a while. Corpse. Rogue Corpse. Developers Toy Toy Logic, Konami Konami Digital Entertainment. Oh, so they did do a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Oh, very know, little. But, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Steam has a five out of ten. Metacritic, Metacritic is a forty-two percent. Uh, it's better than some games. That's like forty-two. I mean, Fallout seventy-six was forty-six. I think. Yeah. No, no. I'll never play it. Yeah. I was never a huge Contra fan. Oh, I always loved Contra. Big fan. Yeah. I mean, I I played all the NES ones, uh, Super NES ones. Uh, I played the PS2 one. Wasn't what was that one? Was that? Uh, There's a couple of them. There was that uh, side-scrolling one, and then there was that weird perspective one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I played quite a few, but it's yeah, I like Contra. I'd take more of that, but uh, the the Rogue Corps one just looks so goofy. Yeah, that w- that was like a they announced that on like what a Nintendo Direct or something. <laughs> yeah, it was a really weird, out of place kind of a thing. Anywho, and that's kind of all I've been playing. I haven't been playing a lot since uh, Saturday night. Been just kind of chilling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't been playing a ton. I mean, last night I just kind of sat and looked at my phone for a while and dumped, jumped on Animal Crossing just to redesign some of the island and. 
that's about it it's funny in these times it is there's a lot of just sitting on the couch vegging out at your phone and just like uh what's happening (laughs) yeah i mean once the kids go to bed it's like time for my brain to just chill out for a bit decompress are you watch any yeah. uh you have any couch co optionals, any like shows you're watching or movies or readings or music or podcasts? Uh no, but uh yesterday I watched uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Or OG one or the OG, yeah, I love that one. So cool. good. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, I love the songs in it and uh <laughs> it's just fun. Cool. I don't have anything. I was gonna say last dance, but Brad took mine, so Yeah. But uh eventually this week, uh maybe this weekend I'll watch the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be out today, right? Yeah, I think so. Super cool. So, yeah. I guess it has commentary. Brad was saying that it has commentary on it now, so you can if you've seen it a million times you can watch it with commentary. I guess that's something new. Oh, okay. But anyway. Cool. Yeah cool i have nothing else to say yeah i'm good good. (laughs) we got an hour i guess we we got another episode in the bank hopefully it'll be a popular one final fantasy um maybe yeah i'm not gonna do all that talking stuff i'm just gonna say uh thanks for listening to the couch co-op i'm ian and thanks jared for being on the couch with me (laughs) yeah of course anytime and uh you can find us on social medias and uh everyone take care be safe and uh hopefully all the guys will come back and be with us next week yeah um, yeah i hope they're doing all right they had to skip out tonight yeah i'm just too demanding ask too much of yeah. their time <laughs> <laughs> all right take it easy everybody Bye. bye <laughs>